Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Morning, morning, listeners. Morning into this very windy February the secondy morning. Yes, yeah, Groundhog Day. Yeah. I think um, this weather, punks at Tony Phil is going to predict eight more weeks of winter, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. We, we, so, this is bleak McWinter. This is where you put in the hard, the hard miles, isn't it? How you yeah. said that, we're putting in some quite easy <laughs> short miles. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, when you said you, you didn't mean like one, you meant someone other than <laughs> us. Someone else. Yeah, we're going to just go for a little little nip. We yeah. know that you always listen to us going north up the park and walk. So we'll go south. We're going to go south. We're going to go Finsbury. Couple of loops around there. I say on a windy day, you should always go to the top of a hill. Yeah, and that's the next best thing around here. So we'll do that. We're just uh, running from uh, Crouch Hill onto the Parkland Walk and going under the tunnel. But tell us all about. Never mind this run. Your run of the weekend. Oh yeah, it was right. We did the. Uh, oh look, you can. Sorry, look at the shard again. That's fantastic. That's uh, that's is that Rob's view from the that I'm always going on about. Photo of early of the road. I'm going to get run over here. It's worth it, though. Okay, in front of this van. Whoa! Hey, hey. sprint. Sorry, tell sprint us about your run of the weekend. Yeah, it was a Southern Cross Country Championships Parliament Hill Fields. It was actually quite mild weather. And I really enjoyed it. It was a long, it's the longest cross country race of the season, really. Yeah, yeah. So it's seen as the hardest one. It's nine, it's nine miles cross country, nine and a bit. And it's just really good fun if you like your cross country, really hilly. I was just going to say, I really enjoyed it. Just the phrase cross country is old school, doesn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. It felt conjures running at school. It's undoubtedly. Because these days people call it trail running or yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just it was proper cross country. When you say cross country, give us some examples of how, of what kind of what's different to this path we're on now. Well, there were sections where it was slightly similar to this sort of muddy trail, but just loads of grassy tufts, real real mud, ankle-deep mud, really muddy hills yeah, yeah. through woods. 
Just round and round Parliament. Roots. Over roots. Over roots. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to watch every step. Occasional snare, one of those kind of rusty old man chaps. Occasionally coming into a real bottleneck, you know, because there's like 1,200 runners and after about 400 yards, there's a a sharp right-hand turn, so everyone legs it for the first turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just... Really good fun, and I was a bit fitter than the last time I did cross country, so I got better the longer it went on. That's good. I still wasn't particularly good. I was 613th yeah. out of 1,100 runners. Ah, right in the middle. Right in the middle, right. sort of tail end of the middle. God, I mean, you know, I don't, I'm not blowing smoke up your caboose, but we think of you as quite the runner, so it's impressive to think... What, those top guys are pulling off? Oh, yeah, they're crazy. They're ridiculously fast. I mean, the... Don't like the colour of this path here. It looks like baby poo. It's, it's sort of, of a, the new... Maybe that's what they're laying the new path with. Yeah. Just from all the yummy mummies from Crouch End. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Recycle got a it. Supply, supply chain. I, I have to say, it, it smelled like organic uh, rigatoni. <laughs> <laughs> now, the guys who, who win are doing, like, 15 kilometres and just over... 52 minutes. Yeah. For cross country. A rough ground. That's preposterous. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. They're kind of like, These guys are really, really fast. Are they kind of... Are they fell runners? No, they're just proper... Some of them are just... They're just really fast club track and road runners. Yeah, they're yeah. Just, so they're not... They're just, it's I not mean, the same community as the fell runners. No, it's not. I mean, there might, there'll be a bit of crossover. There might be some crossover. But they're doing every... Kilometre, I don't know what that, that'll be in about three and a half minutes. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah. Over uh, cr- country, really steep hills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mind boggling. Yeah, and they're not, <laughs> they are human men and women. Yeah, no one knows, not, they're not even famous. Not little dogs. Yeah, they, it's not Mo Farah. <laughs> These are just like witches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, talking to men and women, were there any women? That's yeah, there was no, the women running their own race. Right, so I they've see. got their eight kilometre race. And then, uh, there's a full programme of, you know, senior boys and... On the same day and everything. So yeah, happen. all on the same day. Yeah. I see. And is it, is it just my, the male race or is it age grouped? It's just a male race. So, right. so you're in, they had a cut-off point as well. So if you didn't do it in faster than 90 minutes, yeah. you're out. They're not <laughs> hanging around for you. Which is a bit of a... It's quite sharp, really. I mean, because it's nearly 10 miles you're doing yeah, yeah. over cross-country... And if you do it slower than 90 minutes, they don't keep a record. They just finish it. They just they pull everything up and go home. They couldn't say this is for serious runners anymore. No, they couldn't, no. They, they tried. Because you, really you had some really old boys. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, you know, whatever. Just the, just the, just the obviously elderly. <laughs> and no mercy for them. It's not the same. You know, you're, regular listeners will often hear us say, anyone who does a run is a runner. I think you've probably been out this weekend with some people who wouldn't agree with that. Well, I think they'd say you are a run- runner, we just don't want to keep a record of it. We don't want you, we don't <laughs> want to see you. We don't want to be near Just shuffle you off into history. <laughs> and how about you, you went on the... Uh, I'm quite intrigued by this London Marathon Yeah, the, I was at on. the... It was really nice, actually. I went to the uh, London Marathon launch. Lunch. That's quite exciting, launch, isn't lunch. it? And it was at Rue, because Michel Rue... Yes, he's, lot, he's a big runner, isn't he? Yeah. He's not doing it this year. Right. But he's sad about it. And his restaurant is also on the route. So nice. I think on the day. On route. He'll be handing out canapes to nice. the great and the good as they watch people go into the last mile. It's a brilliant spot. It is a perfect and, spot. And uh, there's a nice do. I saw our friend uh, Sophie Rayworth. Right. Nice uh, Guardian blogger, Kate Carter. 
Yes. I yes. had a nice chat with a bloke whose name I never got. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I introduced myself to uh, Jane Torville. Like of, it. Uh, I don't think her surname had Jane Christensen, but uh, famous as uh, Jane Torville. who's running her first marathon. Good for her. And uh, our friend, comedian Jared Christmas. Did Worked Panto Panto, Panto. Yes, yeah. So, uh, yeah, had a chat about that. So Ridiculous, this. Was it quite inspiring being with loads of people going to run the marathon? Then? It's quite, oh, you get quite, quite a buzz, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, they've got this great thing this year. Um, reasons, reasons to, to run, run. Yeah. Which is so... You know, one, it's obvious it's really good marathon marketing, not least because so many people run for charity special or for special reasons, reasons that have yeah. these dramatic stories attached. Yeah. But what I liked about it is everyone's got a reason to run. Yeah. Beyond that even, you know, and not just for the marathon. But if you go out, go around the block, you know, to clear your head, yeah. that's your reason to run. And I think focusing on that is very, uh, it is nice, it's very positive. And they're obviously running for Parkinson's UK, and that's excellent. But the marathon's big charity is uh, Heads Together. Which is which a mental is, health. Yeah, and that's who Brian E. Gordon's running for. All right, nice. So yeah. I think there's a big... Uh, I think that the, the world is recognising that there's a that strong it's good for mental health. running and mental health. Yes, yeah. So... It's good to have that flagged up. It's just good to have a really nice vegan lunch. Michelle Rue got up yeah. after uh, Mr. Brasher Jr., the marathon guy, told us all about it. Yes. Michelle Rue got up and told us what we were having for lunch. And he said, uh, so-and-so with butter and uh, chicken and chicken. duck liver. And then with a poached egg on the top. Nice. And then uh, this one has got honeycomb in it. And I was like, this is not a good place to be a vegan. <laughs> For the vegans. Yeah. Fish. It's dry biscuit and yeah, a lettuce yeah, leaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so, I, I had a great lunch, but I felt pretty guilty about not doing the thing justice. Isn't these trains rushing on into London on the... Into King's Cross. Talking about your mental health thing the other day, I... Uh, I, I, I was, it was a few days ago. I was getting really irritable. Yeah. And a bit touchy and stuff. And I, I, I had a profound realisation it was just because I've been working and stuff. I ain't had a run in two days. Ah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like, wow. It's like you hadn't taken your medicine. This is getting slightly worrying. I was just sort of almost physically shaking with the idea of like, I've got, yeah. I've got to get out of the house here. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny that, isn't it? And then I came back and everything was cool. Isn't that strange? Yeah, yeah, well, conversely, <laughs> I felt around the end of uh, last week, I found myself going, oh, I don't want to run today, I run on Monday. Yeah. Which is kind of, sounds pretty basic, but for me, it's like, what is this mindset? Yeah. It's come out of nowhere. But I think it was deeply biorhythmic. Right. You know, I think that I was the, the, the closest uh, a man comes to time in a month. Right. And it's just a different moment in time when you think... My body's fighting the whole thing, you know, I want to go and lie down in the cave and come out in a couple of days, you know. And it was a real relief when I got out there, but also I felt the dichotomy of it. I went for a run on Monday. Yeah. Morning Magpie. Morning Magpie. Two for joy. And uh, I, it's nice that I'm been, we haven't been to Trinity Park for a long Too time. Nice, actually, yeah. Just come over the little bridge, which is, I like it because you feel a bit smug because people don't know that that goes to the park and walk, do they? It's got an unprepossessing little gate we just came through. So, yeah, I went out 
You know the run east out to the Lee River? Yes. And I just had oh, that... Lee River. My head was in the wrong place. You know, saying I can feel it. I'm thinking about it. My legs are hurting. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, just generally not loosening up and getting meditative. Right. But it was great because I really felt the uh, training. I really felt the uh, running machine experience. Because I was actually making quite a good pace. And my little sort of motor just kept plop, 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 plop running. Nice. Like it was it. a classic example of what we were talking about, how basically I could listen to the voice in my head. I could just completely ignore it. Like and your body was just carrying you. Just carried on. But, yeah, very unusually, I kind of had a moment when I didn't want to run. It can it happen sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It does happen. And now, what did you do? Did you do anything over the weekend? No, you didn't do anything. There's no part runs or anything. No, I was going to go on Friday, but then uh, oh, something stopped me doing Oh, well, Friday was the lunch. Yeah. So I went to that, and uh, they gave me a glass of champagne, and I'd nice, like banished uh, my wife, whose birthday it was. Right. And she didn't get any champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem, of course. You'll notice, by the way, I had champagne and a couple of martinis over the weekend as well, but I'm back off now. I bet you're still clean, aren't you? Well, to be fair, I'd uh, I'd a lapse on my wife's anniversary. Ah, it just felt too. It felt a bit mean not to. Yeah, yeah. But I will tell you what, I kind of I didn't enjoy it that much. It didn't make me think I need to do this more often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I sort of uh, I don't know, everything just felt a bit sloppy and slow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's because we drink red wine, isn't it? Well, we don't drink these kind of spritzy martini things. Well, I haven't said that. I had a couple of martinis in my house. And I thought, oh, at the end of the night, I thought, the thing is, it makes being at home feel like a party. Yeah, which is good. It's kind of good, but really, you don't want to get in the habit of thinking every <laughs> night at home is a party. That's it's not a bad way to... I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I saw it clearly. I thought, I don't know, that's a bit of a dangerous, right. slippery slope. Sort of yeah. Like. So... But yeah, it being February, I'm back off. But uh, yeah, and the um, it was interesting going to this lunch at the end of January because it's just that moment, isn't it? It's the how far is it to marathon from there? Twelve about eighty days, isn't it? Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that's right. It's sort of it's not close, but it's you can see it. Yes, that's right. It's just far enough away to start talking about it. Yeah, and start really. And some you know, people, if you haven't done any training, or rather. Well, it's that line, isn't it? If you haven't done any training you and, you, get and you're not fit at all, yeah. you're in trouble. Yes. If you've got base level fitness, yeah. you'll be all right. But that yeah. month, January's the difference, you know? Yes. You yeah. could probably start from scratch on January the 1st. Yeah, you probably could, yes. But I don't know if you could start from scratch on February the 1st. So the timing was really good. Yeah. It's made the whole thing feel really exciting. Feel real. So it's an undeniable rush, isn't it, when you all get together? Like It's like that on the... The days before the marathon, when you meet for the fair, there, you yeah, know, when yeah, you go yeah. in, it's just been surrounded by people who are doing the same thing. Isn't That's it? right. It's those moments. The main one, of course, is the day itself. But yes. there are a few moments before and where you suddenly feel this kinship with the other, yeah, forty thousand people. I mean, Sophie Rayworth, she was doing ultras in January. Yeah, yeah. She's she sort oh, of. Oh no, her and, and Kate are off to. Uh, Tokyo to do the Tokyo Marathons. Right. They're on another page. Yeah. In terms of they're the majors. The, they're doing the majors, yeah. And I'm, I think we should really, we should definitely try and talk to her. 
get Carter before the marathon because she would like to go sub three. Okay, yeah, and she tried, she went to Berlin. Yeah, to try and get a good time. Right, uh, try and get sub three, and she got three hours and seven seconds. Ooh, she'd be good to talk to. Yeah, I think so. yeah. she's obviously very fast, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, she's a runner. A runner yeah, half. apparently, I say we're getting to find it more, but she had that that kind of late starter thing. I think she's like she started with catch to five k. That's right. right, and now she's. You know, collecting marathon majors. And Did you not think to kind of sub three? Try and speed up at the end to beat three. <laughs> well, I think you should you maybe have done that. If it's better just, to say that to, to me now. it to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you want to speed up at the end. Yeah, yeah. I bet that that's got to smart a little bit, hasn't yeah. it? If you're really going for it, and then you see the clock change yeah. as you approach. Yeah. It doesn't make any difference because time is really just a yeah, of course, abstract construct. It's relative. But you've gone for it then, haven't you? Yeah, Three hours seven is a... That's an attempt, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure she'll shave it off, you know. It's there to, it's there to be taken, you know. Yeah. And she's got young children and everything. So it's a very impressive... It's really impressive. Uh, CV. The missing seven seconds. So it'd be interesting to hear about Tokyo as well. Yeah. Um, we compared notes on Berlin, which is fun. And uh, Does, she gave she me like some it? ideas of what... No, not really. Yeah, no one. That made me happy. Um, I almost said no one does, but obviously some people do. No, a lot of people do. It's really good in lots of ways. I mean, it really is. It's a complicated thing. And uh, she told me about New York as well, which got me in the mood. Although, going back to an earlier conversation of ours, I do think there is an argument for going. I don't think I'll go to America for now. Oh, what the Trump thing? (laughs) Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Let's see. It's nice in the park. It's not as windy as I thought it was going to be. No, it's very nice. In fact, I think everyone else thought that because there's not many people here. It's really good. We're running on the big proper road that goes through Frenzy Park. and it's, We did this about a year ago and we haven't been back, have we? So it's we good. Know. I've had this thing the last few days where I felt a bit of a cold coming on. Yeah. And I've kind of just wrapped up and gone for a run. <laughs> yeah. Which has kind of seen it off. Yeah, but left me feeling slightly weak as well. I always I find feel I've sweated it out and through, but I'm a little bit weaker. Well, that's the thing. I think the other thing is, you, you definitely stop yourself getting ill when you've got low level. You know, you push your immune system. Yeah. I'm not sure you get rid of the germs really slippery. Here, right. I think the riskiest, the irritating thing is you kind of make yourself more ill well you make yourself less ill <laughs> but what you do is you save it you kind of right. save it for later it's still there you nurse it this off-roady bit around the edge like it's making <laughs> you, I've got new respect for you in the cross country it's like it's like an ice drink <laughs> I've also been getting this I don't know whether you, you ever get this one night sweats do you ever I get night sweats? No, no, I don't. I've had it. I mean, I've only I've had it for a, sporadically, but I've just started to sort of become aware that it actually might be a thing that I need to look at. Yeah, yeah. Just, I think it's linked with with, with lots of running. Yeah, I think uh, so. But I don't know. I don't know. But I have been waking up sometimes, just drenched. Yeah, I don't get the sweats, but I think when you do a big run. I get that you can feel kind of kind of hot and panicky in bed, sort yeah. of leg aware. But yeah. I'd also say it's just the world. <laughs> <It's just laughs> that was a good old slide. <laughs> sliding down here. We had to slow down so <laughs> I didn't just barge <laughs> you into that fence. 
you can see on the I'm going to get a photo you can see where other people have slipped like a little warning every now and again very a, dangerous run today you can imagine if someone this slip here is someone going ah! very dangerous run but I, see, last risks. time you mentioned the night sweats was the last time you said you were fighting up a cold right okay so well, basically it's slipped. your body it's exactly what I was saying it's your body saving up its fever right to have it on downtime right <laughs> But it's not, it's not great. No, it's not great. I'd like, I'd like it to go soon. See, I have a double thing where, one, my uh, wife, she sometimes takes the duvet. Right. Sorry, Judy, if, if you're listening. No, she takes it sort of during the night kind of thing. She'll she wrap herself up. There's a duvet manoeuvre. Not deliberately. No, during no, sleep. of course. Let's go left here and go up. She turns, her, she turns around in bed and then just takes a duvet with her. Yeah, she doesn't take all of it. Right. I'm definitely complicit in this because I, as a recovering fat bloke, I've got this kind of... Sub, it's my subconscious is unable to keep me warm in bed. Right. Because it assumes I'm going to be hotter than I am. Okay. So I'm always somewhere around the edge of the duvet. And, uh, you might have one leg out. Or yeah. Well, if, a if, leg if, and an arm out. If that little, you know, it's sort of half myself. Right. And... Uh, and so if she does a little, it's more me letting her have it than her taking it, you know. Right. But I do often wake up and think, oh, oh, what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, night sweats, no. Hey. Hiya. I like to sleep with my arm and leg out of the duvet sometimes, just sort of lolling over the side of the bed. Just for a quick, you know, a quick exit from bed if need be. Yeah. You never know where you might have to. In the middle of the night. You might never know whether you might have to roll out and apprehend someone. Yeah. Something, some creature of the night. With this and the animals, I've got to say, it doesn't sound like you're getting a very good night's sleep there. No. I think that's the best thing about you not drinking. You do sleep better when you're you do not sleep a bit better. Yeah. You go deep. And I've been uh, getting to bed a bit earlier, but that's because I had, uh, I've had like a. A week without gigs. Right. So the night off for Julia's birthday. Like it, yeah. And the gig I had ahead of the weekend to kind of bounce it out was cancelled. Okay. So that's quite up, nice, isn't it? Yeah. It's quite good, but I think it's going to be a Not bit. Not good financially, but it's, it's good. It's going to be a shock to the system as well. Yeah. It's so funny. You feel so old when you're a comedian and you're at a show and you're about to be on. You think, oh, it's a bit late. Yeah. I'm ready for bed. <laughs> it's quarter to eleven. Slip your glasses off, people. Put a little mark. What in are the you book. still doing up? Yeah. <laughs> so I definitely feel like we're late shows, and you're, of course you're always on with some youngsters. youngsters. Like, After this, I'm going to meet out. some friends. Yeah, you're staying out. No. <laughs> I'm going home to bed. Why would I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very old. So yeah, it's going to be a. Rude awakening. Where are you gigging? I mean, this it's going to be a rude awakening. My uh, timing at gigs. I don't mean you suddenly jumping out of bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a different kind of rude awakening. Where are you gigging this week, week, weekend? Where are you at? I'm at Glee Nottingham. Nice gig, yeah. Um, hopefully, this, you'll hear this after that, listeners, but maybe see Less some of you at Beast and Park. Right. And then uh, next week, uh, Comedy Store London, which is always a oh, treat. That'd be great, mate. So, might be. Uh, That'd be lovely. At uh, Highbury Field or Hackney Marshes next weekend. You never know. Of Could course. Happen. I'm uh, I'm doing Watford Half Marathon this weekend. Yes. Assuming I'm sort of fittish. Yeah. I'll be doing that. 
I'm going to a Cuba next week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Remember what I said about the towns just near the M25? Yeah. And that angry oh. misery. That's what I'm oh, saying. Watford, yeah. Yeah. My mum oh. used to work in Watford. That's not a happy dog, is it? No. So look, look at the view from Prince Park. That's nice. Well, it's really it? nice. It's really good. It is a bit windy up here. You can probably hear that. It's a brilliant <laughs> playground. So I used to come here with the kids. I used to come here with my daughter before she went to school. Oh no, those are going now. It's funny, isn't it? The passing of time when you realise that... You don't come to the playground anymore. Yeah, yeah. I went for a run around Clissold Park yesterday. The hours spent in those playgrounds with the kids. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like it's a different place now, isn't it? It's and just you end up in, in, in your mind. You uh, hit at the time. You're like, oh, come on, kids, time to go. And then yeah. when you don't go anymore. You're like, oh, I don't why didn't we stay longer? I had a good one this morning where my wife was doing my daughter's plats. Yeah. And I said, you're going to have to learn to do that yourself soon, days. And my wife was like, uh-huh. no, not yet. Not yet. We're in the Rose Garden in Princey Park now. It's looking a bit wintry, but it is a Rose Garden. My lad's coming back from Manchester today. He went for his interview there yesterday. Ah, wow. So we'll see how that mapped out. <laughs> I went for an interview in Manchester. It was at the Salford uh, University, Salford. Yeah. I don't know if it was called university then, but anyway, it was good. It was a, uh, it was the only place you could do a drama school's recognised acting course. Yeah, all right. At, okay. At a university. Right. Yeah. That's really into it. And I went and did some acting, and they did that audition thing. I got through one stage and then another stage until there was kind of four of us left. Oh, they're tough, aren't they? Yeah. That's a tough day. And then they sent me home. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and they said, come back. They wanted, <laughs> They didn't like my casting. You know, they liked my acting, but they didn't right. like I was playing a middle-aged right. guy in a pin to play. They wanted me to come back and play a teenager because I was one. Yeah. And uh, 
Yeah, that's tough. That's tough, isn't it? Yeah, it was tough news acting. It was good and bad. You know, looking back, I pushed them on it. You know, they really like that hierarchical game. They're really ready to send send people home in a kind of door slamming down way. Yeah, and I was confident with it. I said, before I go, could you tell me what what you'd rather have seen? You know. Yeah, and they did. They wouldn't have done if I hadn't pushed. Them. That's fair enough. Yeah, acting. Act, serious acting. Those were the days. We've been putting the finishing touches to this sky. Oh yeah, they, those were the days for me, for you. That's last week. week. Yeah, it's not particularly serious acting, but it's it's acting. It's acting. It's a bit of acting. It's good fun. I tell you, what, it's the difference. It's getting a bit slightly technical, but the difference between the rough cut and then you know the version you present to people, yeah, and then the version you actually. End up putting out when you've really had a look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's radically different. Yes. It's almost embarrassing that you showed people the other version. Yeah, yeah, but you have to go through it. It's yeah, you do. No, you absolutely do. Yeah, but we lost like a, a minute and a half from the rough cut. And if you'd have told me at the time, I'd be like, no chance. Yeah, that's all you good. You can't stuff. lose 90 seconds on this. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. So this is the track. This is the Finsbury Park. Oh, that's the photo. That's me and you. With it. This is where you do your training sessions. This is where the Tuesday. Agony. This is where the happens. magic happens. Yeah. It's in a good place. You've got very dramatic kind of magic. There's the opposite direction. Look at that dark clouds behind us. Also, Paul's a nice new top. Hey, that's cool. It's good, isn't it? it is, this is, I think this is the coolest tracksuit top I've ever had, mate. Well, good. Rob arrived this morning with a bearing gifts. Yes. From Dubai. I've got this Dubai marathon top. Yeah. It's crazy he, cool. He didn't do the Dubai marathon. No. Dodgy. This is crazily cool. That may be the most... Ethically unsound thing that's ever happened in Dubai. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tell you what else I've been doing this morning. Yeah. And this is slightly, I want to tell you about it, but I'm not sure if it's directly relevant to our listeners because we're hoping to be talking to people who like to run listening to podcasts, right? Yes, of course, yeah. But some of us, (coughs) some of us like to run listening to music. Yes. And you know, I sometimes go on. Six music and talk to them about records. They were running music thing last year. Yeah, I've just finally transcended my own luddite nature. Yeah, and started to share my uh, favourite running tunes on Spotify for you. Fantastic. So yeah, if you if you are if you do shift between podcasts and music, check it out. There's a blog on my website where I explain my thinking. Sounds great. And I want to do it kind of forever, but yeah. I thought in that twelve weeks or whatever it is to the marathon. I'm going to do one a week. One, I take one new sort of genre or theme right. every week, dump a hundred songs in the big list, but idea. do your little best of dozen. So if you want to go for a run and get some speed up by listening to deering endorsed tunes, sounds good. Seek it out. And of course, your, your tunes will ooh, the tunes will vary as you. As you get older, I'd imagine. I'd yeah, imagine yeah. You've, have you found the tunes that you've listened to through the years change? They'll be hardy perennials that you return Absolutely. to. Absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of... You kind of shame me with the question because there's so much backwards looking. Well, that's, I deliberately... I leant into the wind of that because it's a uh, train spotting season. Right. I started with... And there's a couple of really huge... I was also going repetitive beats. Right. So never mind your Iggy Pop. We're talking... Uh, Dark boy, gold boy, dead in a manger boy. That one. Yeah. And uh, they see us, they say a tree 
is as tall as as many branches, but not all God's children. I mean, if you, if you didn't go dancing in the 90s, I don't know if they were going to have the same effect. Like that train going under the bridge is all very nice, isn't it? It's good to be back in Pinsley Park. It's an neglected route for us, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because it's actually, it's actually got a bit of variety to it. Absolutely. I remember the first hey, time hey. we came. Is that a friend of yours? That's a friend of mine, yeah. Excellent. She goes running. She's called Liz. <laughs> you do spot compadres running. It's nice. Oh, it's okay. It's all right. No trouble. Um... It was quite exciting on the bridge there, wasn't it? It was trains underneath, friend of yours, kids. People with bobble hats, people apologising. Animals, small animals. (laughs) I think I saw someone walking a caiman. Sorry. (laughs) Mind the caiman. Stacks up. Yeah, so this... uh, So I started basically by looking distinctly backwards. Yeah. Hard-edged, dance-ish music from the 90s. But, you know, as I say, it's Trainspotting time. And also, I lived in Scotland back then. Have you seen Trainspotting too? No, this weekend. Right. Although I think it's going to be good. I think Chainspotting was about 90s life. And the book was kind of about heroin. I think that the second film is going to kind of be about Chainspotting. Your actual Chainspotting. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's also a neglected hobby. Isn't yeah. it? <laughs> Possibly. I wonder if we've got any running news. commentary training, Chainspotting crossover. <laughs> Never know, we might. All right, mate. <laughs> This is, I tell you what, I realise how many people do like a good splash through the mud. Yeah. Because the Parkland Ways gets pretty muddy, but regardless of the weather, people do like a good old splash, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Also, the Parkland Walk is very... The puddles are never deep. No. Because it's, it's still got the underlying train hardcore from it being a train track. Yeah. So it's very... They're very North London puddles. Yeah. It's like, you, no matter how hard you go into that puddle, they're never going to splash mud up into your falafel. No, you're right. <laughs> going to leave your couscous all sodden in your packed lunch bag. <laughs> oh, my couscous is sodden. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, fuck what. <laughs> but... By the way, we don't need the explicit tag. That was the name Farqua. <laughs> Just for clarity, Steve. Yeah. But what I'm pointing at is the resilience of a lot of recreational runners. Oh, yeah. They do go out in all seasons, don't they? Yeah, well, I'll go further than resilience. That makes it sound like they're being brave. I mean, actually, I think what they're doing is getting exactly what they want. Yeah. It's a uh, bit of fresh, bit of spice. A bit of evidence. A bit of variety. That you did something hard and challenging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it's a bit of variety, isn't it? It's saying that variety is the spice of life. It's saying no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna choose comfort. Yeah. I'm not gonna choose the feet up by the fire. Ixnay on the umfort cave. I'm gonna choose puddles in the park. Choose, choose mud. I'm gonna choose, choose oxygen a big pair of trainers. Choose a big pair of trainers clogged with mud as you get in through the door. Choose thirteen point one miles instead of five K. Choose your Dubai fancy tracky that Rob bought this morning. Choose sweating into a little Mac your brother got you because it's so cold the other day but it isn't quite as cold today. Choose night sweats that really disturb the wife. <laughs> I chose not to choose that. <laughs> choose the London Marathon. Choose what? park runs on a Saturday morning. Watford's rubbish, Paul. Choose Watford. What for? Some people hate Swindon. <laughs> I don't. I do actually. Choose the Swindon Ultra, round and round Swindon Town Centre, with a rucksack full of bricks. 
Have you seen Susie Chan? God bless her. Yeah, she's been doing training it the in a heat chamber. Heat chamber. Oh, yeah, gosh. yeah. She's training in a heat chamber, getting ready for Costa, for the Costa Rican jungle hard trail. Hill. Yeah. Wow. Because I didn't realise it, but I suppose when I said we saw someone walking a caiman, I must have had her ridiculous mountain jungle ultra in my head. Is she going back to the same one? I don't know whether it is the same one, but it's Costa Rica Jungle Ultra Trail. It probably is. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it, if it is, because I can't I imagine there's many of them. Her saying that last time, and me saying, "I own an island yeah. off the coast of Costa Rica." I really like the way Susie Chan runs. Yeah, she's got a real kind of optimistic kind of lollop about her. <laughs> it's really kind of. Limian kind of, There's a kind un, of uncontrolled. You, that I really you know, like. you're doing a light subtextual diss here. You sound a bit like, uh, particularly the way you run. Well, no, I, I like that, that, I like the floppy nature of it. There's no subtextual diss at all. I really like it. It's really natural. In that case, I think you should change the word lollop. It's a really natural flow to it. I really like it. I was distracted though, like you, but that, that poodle back there was wearing a full body fleece, wasn't it? Was it really? Yeah, full body, oh, four legs. Big hole the at the front of that head. Than most of the humans in this area. I think it was a Dubai Marathon full body dog. So, you're going to Cuba? Yes. To I'll be to hoping to do some runs in Cuba. I mean, well, I'm going to have to. I'm there for 10 days, so. It's pretty hot there. Yeah. So, I'll probably leave running till about midday, one o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get your top off. Yeah, yeah. Run on a treadmill, yeah. but outside. Yeah, in the heat. But in a kind of greenhouse. With no sunscreen, yeah. Yeah, great. That's right. Make some of the pains in the roof. <laughs> yeah. Magnifying pains. Yeah. And try and avoid the heat lasers. How does that sound? Sounds great. We'll, we'll see. Uh, it's obviously, I'm going to have to get up on the morning, aren't I? To avoid the searing heat. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know that's going And then go. when you get back, you'll have to avoid the deering heat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, yeah. Don't even know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Back in the, yeah. <laughs> Doing the thing. So there we go. We, we headed down to Finsley Park. Did the double loop, which was really nice. And then uh, and back to the baby poop bit. Um, nice, swift little run. <laughs> And uh, sweating. You say it's feeling slightly weak. The weather's okay. changing. I always find when it's windy, it's changing the weather, isn't it? It is. I'm not just imagining that. Weather, wind is the battle between different weather fronts. Right. So even though it's rough up there, in fact, that we were out the other day, and it was. Uh, it's not as cold. It's, it's nowhere near as cold, is it? This is the first flutterings of spring. Really? Yeah. Although, from a running point of view. The serious runners, your cross-country kids, people who are really putting in the marathon miles. I don't want it to be spring yet because this is wheat from the chaff season, isn't it? This is where you, this is where you stick on two tracksuits, isn't it, and really sweat, yeah, sweat through, yeah. get the miles in. So, what miles are you a week? I'm, I'm only on about twenty-five. Yeah, um, but I'm definitely. Adding some every week. A little bit. So a little bit every week. It's just and at the moment you're just hitching half a mile a mile here and there. Just being slightly more relaxed. Yeah. About how far I run. Is your knee holding up. out? I'm slightly worried about your knee. Yeah, it is. It's um but again it's going back to doing gigs. The thing I do for my uh, knee is I don't drive. Right. That really helps it out. Yeah. Um <laughs> and Sophie Rayworth said I should get an automatic. And she's got a point, but I wasn't planning on 
Yeah, yeah. new car as part of that mountain chain. <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. <laughs> Even yourself, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I had never thought of it. Get an automatic and uh, become homeless. <laughs> and lose your family in the process. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Steps. Steps. Steps, steps, steps. That's it. Go up and down these eight times. <laughs> there he goes. He's on the steps. He's on the stop, 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 because it's it's on selfie and I'm missing it. Okay, go, go, go. He's on the steps. He's on the steps. He's on them. Run it. I'm running up the steps now. Run, running up the slippery steps selfie. What Ooh. do you think? Running up the slippery steps selfie. Good idea? Or a dangerous a idea. idea? Oh, oh my knee. Yeah, it's fine. Absolutely fine. Yeah. Keep running, keep running. Let's do it. Because we're not there the yet. Bit. Around the final bend. So yeah, we we'll have to get out once or twice before you go away. Yeah, we'll go out next week. Some, well we'll see what happens. Maybe next a little. Week. I'll let you know. But in the short term cross country, we get we we get tied together our running season. You've got your cross country, your Watford, you've got the ten mile. Yep. We've got the Crouch and 10K in my diary. I'll have to, I'll have to enter that. I haven't entered it yet. I mean, me neither, but we'll do it. That fills up that one. Yeah. And uh, I think I did the Royal Parks Half Marathon again this year. In October? Yeah. Nice. That'll be pre-New York. That'll be the equivalent of uh, of Bath before London. Yeah. It's going to work well. Of course, Bath I'm is... I'm really looking forward to Bath, actually. Yeah, and we're running with the Comedia team. I'll put a link up, because... It's a double charity fundraiser for... There's loads of comics running it. And everyone it? doing the comedy on the Saturday night at Bath. We'll Comedian. be cracking funnies. Yeah. We'll be cracking wise. Right, how far do you think we went? Not far. About four and a half. So get in touch with us on... Four. Four miles. Just a little one. Just a, just a little over four. Yeah. Woo! Very nice. Very nice. Well, good luck with your half marathon this Cheers, weekend. Cheers, Yeah, let's hope, hope I can get rid of this. It's obviously turning into a serious illness. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, just be ill at night, you know, just sweat in the night. That was good fun. Get in touch with us on Facebook. We always like to chat, see how things go in. And uh, run Compod on the Twitter. Check out my running playlist. Absolutely, of course, yeah. Sponsor us in Bath, sponsor me in the marathon. Do all these things. See you next week. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
it. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Get, 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 get.